ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome back for another episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Uh, I'm here. I'm AJ. And out in Brooklyn, we got my buddy Frank. How you doing today, Frank? Doing great. Cool, I'm glad man. we are able to chat. Yes, so we are uh, hitting up uh, episode six of The Mandalorian, um, which I think it's called The Prisoner, and it is a awesome episode. Frank, what did you think, my friend? I thought it was really, really good. I um, I wanted to run through a list of some of these characters and actors that have joined the Star Wars universe, but not before issuing a correction from a few weeks ago. Oh, God. <laughs> what are we I, Well, no. I I agreed and thought that it's the, the, the Mandalorian that sounded like Jon Favreau was like, oh, it sounded like him, but I don't think it was because I looked it up and it wasn't, I said. Um, but it was because the, the guy that played him like in the, in the armor was a different guy and Jon Favreau did voice the character. Oh, my and God. And they... Um, and they so the character from the Clone Wars was pre Vizsla, and the, this guy is now named Paz Vizsla, so maybe he's a descendant, which is pretty cool. Um, That's tight. So, but in this episode, we have Mark Boone Jr., Bill Burr, uh, Richard Iode from IT Crowd voicing Zero the Droid, um, Clancy Brown, who's like in everything, and I'm sure he's actually voiced characters on some of the. Uh, I think actually he was a, a pretty main character in Rebels. Now that I think about it, okay. Uh, Natalia Tana from Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. Um, oh, she uh, plays the Twi'lek. Yeah, she plays the Twi'lek. Uh, Matt Lanter is the New Republic soldier guy that they uh, has like the tracking beacon, and he was the voice of Anakin Skywalker on the Clone Wars. Get the fuck out of here! That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the Rebel fighters at the end. It's Dave Filoni. Uh, oh man. Rick Femiwa, who was the director of this episode, and Deborah Chow, who's also directing several episodes and is doing the Obi-Wan series. Oh, my so, like, God. they fucking loaded this episode up with so many recognizable people. It's awesome. That's super cool. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Good eagle eye spotting, Frank. That's fantastic. Well, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was like, oh, that's Dave Filoni. I think he finally got his, like, chance to be in live-action Star Wars. I, well, I think maybe he... I don't know if he was in something else maybe in the background but like that's that's pretty great for him um so yeah but like this episode was really cool um it's continuing on this like one-off um but like definitely planting more seeds for the overall plot like you know we know that the empire and whoever is on on the heels of him they seek they to... seek yodi <laughs> he has <laughs> yeah. yodi and we go on yeah. adventures while they're being seeked <laughs> yeah and i think it's cool because like we are so used to serialized show telling and like yes. uh, they're doing, they're doing it, but they're also trying to be as episodic as they can because, because it's, it's star Wars and like, you want to feel this, uh, you know, like you get to know these characters and have beginning, middle and end stories in each episode. Yeah. And I don't know. Okay. So this episode is pretty, the plot of this episode is, uh, Mando uh, goes to an old friend of his and, uh, you know, is going to go go on a job for a different part of the, you know, you know, mercenary outer rim crazy people. Anyway, they say, OK, they're going to put him on a new team that's going to be led by Bill Burr and not this guy who has this crazy beard. Um, I was like, OK, that's a little weird. But then Bill Burr was here and I think Bill Burr was awesome. <laughs> 
Yeah. He, he was really funny. I think he was cool. Uh, I I dug him. I really did. Uh, I what did you think? I thought he was really good. Um, I was I've I've watched some of the uh, the chef show on on Netflix with uh, John Favreau, and he's like you know doing all his cooking and everything. And yeah. there's an episode of of that with Bill Burr on, and so like you can see like how they probably would have been like you know oh yeah come on do this show that we're doing and um i thought he was funny i thought his but he like also believable to be like this ex i think they said a sharp trooper like a like a sharpshooter stormtrooper um so like you know definitely not part of the empire anymore but like doing his own thing and like wants to run the show but it's kind of still like not super confident yes (laughs) um and uh yeah, I mean, and it. I do think it's interesting, like, Mark Boone Jr., who was, like, in Sons of Anarchy in The Dark Knight or Batman Begins, one of them. Sure. Like, he, he's he's great, but, like, I love how he's like, yeah, I'm not going out there anymore. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like uh, the other thing I wanted to say before we get too deep into the plot is, like, we've been planet hopping for a long time. But, like, yeah. one thing that's really part of Star Wars a lot is, like, these, like, space stations and these bigger, like ships and stuff i mean the fucking like death star right (laughs) Um, totally totally it was really cool to go to this like thing that kind of looks like deep space nine but (laughs) it kind of it kind of did it also it uh i don't know it had a couple different elements to me it had like a little bit of a close encounters thing kind of going on it had a little bit of the the planet from galaxy quest um that they get to before it gets blowed up um, yeah, I don't know. I appre- I appreciate the way that they're doing the design here, um, and I think that like they they made this episode look really dirty and kind of cool. And then the set on the rebel ship was just was great. I loved it. Yes, um, it yes. it didn't feel like Star Trek. It fe- and it didn't feel cheap. It really did kind of feel like a Star Wars set. And I was yeah. worried about kind of when they were saying we're going to this ship. <laughs> like, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think it's kind of interesting because. It's the New Republic, but, like, also doesn't feel all that different from the Empire, right? Like, no, it's very similar, yeah. It, so I thought that was kind of an interesting touch because, of like, the way that they've talked about these characters or, like, the, the universe that they live in. Like, the Empire's fallen, and but, like, the people on the outskirts don't really see the Empire and the New Republic all that different. And then, obviously, this is way before the First Order comes back. So, like, I don't know. It, it's It's just, like, more of the same, like... Uh, politics and and bureaucracy to them yeah and it i gotta say uh you know when you're leaving this planet you're like all right this is probably not going to go well for mando shana was like this is this is not going to be good i don't like it i'm not happy about (laughs) it i don't want it i don't want i don't i don't don't appreciate it um so they go on this little trip oh i loved the droid i thought the droid was great yeah. Um I don't know. I loved all the I loved all the side characters this week. I thought the guy with the horns looks a little lame. I don't love those aliens. Those aren't great ones. What species well, are those? I can't remember off the top of my head. But like okay. that that guy isn't he in like a new hope in Yeah, well, he's in a new hope in another cantina. But, There's another guy yeah. in there who has the horns and he looks creepy and he's smiling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but that's fine. Um but yeah, like they set up this heist basically where they're going to go break out someone from the prison. And, um, and yeah, you, you're right. I immediately like, well, obviously something's going to go wrong. We haven't seen baby Yoda yet. So like, he's probably still on the ship hiding somewhere. Um, and so like, obviously they're gonna, uh, somehow find him. Um, 
let's put up our spoiler warning. Uh, I mean, we've kind of yeah. talked a lot about it already. So three, two, one, great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting that like you know, Mandalorian has this anti droid thing that that's been going throughout the whole series so far, and so like for someone to tell him like, oh, this droid's gonna fly your ship, it's like ah. Oh. That kind of sucks. Um, but then they all, like, have to go through this, like, crazy landing because the droid's like, I don't have, like, equilibrium problems on that. Like, I would have loved someone to have just gotten sick. Or, like, I guess yeah, it would have been too much have been to have, cool. like, Baby Yoda get sick because that's, like, the exact same bit from Guardians 2 with Baby Groot. <laughs> yes. But, like... Yeah, that would have been... Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, The fun part of, like, seeing, like, them take over Mando's ship was like he's like so perturbed by it you can see you know and then when bill Burr takes yodi i'm like you put him down <laughs> you put <laughs> it back he's, he's not yours yeah um okay so you know they go to this the plan is they're going to go to this special rebel uh security new republic security ship that's housing prisoners in transport they're going to go acquire a guy who just got picked up and then they're going to, you know, go back. Okay, cool. So they get there. Razorcrest has all this cloaking technology that they can tap on, kind of like how the Millennium Falcon can tap on the things, and then they mm-hmm. can go inside. Um, they go in. Uh, you know, we're running around. Um, then we see, you know, like they, you know, Mando's killing these droids. And they're new kind of New Republic droids, which is interesting that their New Republic went with droids. You know, like they didn't go with mm. – uh, you know, stormtroopers or rebel guards, like they, you know, we have to make some new shit around here, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And now we're going back to a droid army. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We've never seen this kind of droid before, right? They're new. No, not even a little bit. We've never seen this before. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that was kind of appropriate that, you know, they say, oh, there's no people on here. That's one thing. But it's like, I, you know, at, at that scene where it's like, oh, uh, the, the, the supporting cast are like, oh, yeah, I guess he ditched us. But then it's like, nope, he's taking him out and doing all this. It's like, something's up. Like, why are they not helping him? Like, this is kind of fucked up. But, like, obviously the other shoe's going to drop later when they, they're going to try to abandon him and imprison him. Um, so, like, you know, he's totally badass. I really like Bill Burr's, like, third gun thing that... Uh, that was tight, I, yeah. It, yeah, that comes out from... It's like, how does he control that even? I don't know. Right. No one, no one knows. <laughs> But it was it looks it looked super cool, and it like yeah. shot fast and like was like on on target. I loved it. It kind of reminds me of Red Wing a little bit yeah. from uh, Marvel. No, I didn't. No, I don't remind me of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like another like thing that's like, it almost. I mean, I guess it's just like mechanical. It doesn't have like. It's not like a droid, I guess. Okay, so, so let's talk anyway. about let's talk about some shit. So there's this Twi'lek in the episode that's played by who again? I'm sorry. Uh, it's, N- it's Natalia a, Tana, and and she plays Tonks in Harry Potter, right? Tonks, and she's Osha. Okay, from, so from, yeah, from let me ask you a question. So a Twi'lek, um, you know, we've seen them. You know, wasn't like Boba Fett flirting with the Twi'lek at Jabba's palace before? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it stands to reason, like, that, like, do you think that this Twi'lek and uh, Mando uh, engaged in uh, intergalactic coitus? I don't know, man. Did like, they fuck? <laughs> I mean, they, they talk about it and they hint at it, a girl never tells kind of stuff. But, like, 
I don't know. I, I just don't see him taking that armor off. Or I mean, I guess he didn't always have like the best scar. He always. But maybe know, he could like be some... like. But maybe he could be like a weirdo, and he could like fuck with his mask. Keep the on. helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense to me. You know, also, yeah. they can take him off in front of, like, their girlfriend. So if they were, like, dating for a while, what do you think? Do you think she knows what he, what they, do you think that no, they No, I don't think she one? knows what he looks like. Okay. Do you think that they But fucked? maybe they did have sex. Maybe they did have sex? <laughs> okay, good. Perfect. Um, so I, I agree. Um, okay, so we're walking around the cool ship. Um, you know, we find the dude. They double-cross Mando. At that mm-hmm. point, I was very scared, and then Yodi pops up. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then Yodi is now fucking around with the droid on the ship, which is kind of good because Yodi is distracting Zero from the comms and everything else. Yeah. Well, and then the comms also kind of go out. So like, And he and it is, Zero it sets learns, up two plots. And Zero learns about maybe Yodi. Right, because he sees Grief Karga's message and is like... I think yeah, word has been spreading, and now they, like this guy gets uh, uh, more information just by viewing that recording. Um, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's all good. So when you know, so ultimately the plot, you know, after this is pretty simple. Mando is pissed. He hunts down the rest of the bad guys. He has a couple cool fight scenes. We see him use the flamethrower again. Uh, well, Bucker loves the flamethrower. So they, they, they discover that like the the prisoner that they're trying to get out is um, uh, the the Twilight's brother. Uh, I think his name is Quinn. I think her name is like Sheehan or something like that. Um, yeah. And uh, so and then there's definitely a shared history with, between the three of them. Like obviously they already hinted at um, Mando and and her, but you know she, he even knows the brother, and so like then it, it continues to get sp- the the people get split up more, and it's like it goes from being a heist movie to like. You know, like he's he's kind of stalking them because like they double crossed him and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One other side note that I wanted to mention that I thought was a cool attention to detail: the Twi'leks. Like while we've seen them in live action before, like I they're really explored in the animated series, and like I love the like they have those pointy teeth because that's like what they have in the show, and like that's it maybe wouldn't have seen before, but like yeah, pretty scary. No, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, that's awesome. So what I would say is, um, you know, we find, you know, he kills. So he kills the guy with the horns very funnily. Uh, and well, he doesn't kill them. He puts them all in the cell, I guess. Right. He captures well, them. And exactly. We don't actually see it the first time around. And so you think he kills the guy with the horns. You think he is going to kill, kill Bill Burr. the other two. Um, and it, it's not revealed. And, and like we also like maybe he killed the um the brother, because uh, it, like the, the first thing we see is like he gets on his ship and shoots the droid when uh, to save Baby Yoda. Yeah, and so obviously later on it's revealed that like nope, he's still got the guy, and then he's still he he left them all in a prison. Which man, he's like leaving all these people out. <laughs> like I know he has a code that he doesn't want to kill people, but like, yeah, they're all gonna come after him. Indeed, but. You know, he's, like, going – he's, like, making enemies too crazily at this point. He's being mm-hmm. a little reckless, like, you know? Like, yes. And I think he's got to be careful because it's, it's a big galaxy, but still, like, they, they're looking for him and they're looking for Yodi. We have to be safe. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, he goes back. He takes the brother. We don't see that, you know, whether or not he kills him. He trades him. He gets paid. They leave. But 
Mando is very slick, very tricky, and he leaves the tracking device there, and then the X-Wings show up, and that's when our, our the creators are there, and that's mm-hmm. super cool. And classic X-Wings, too, not the Poe Dameron X-Wings. Right, right, right. I mean, I, that's believable. It's only five years after yes. uh, uh, totally, Jedi, so... Totally tight, and then you know we see a little bit of a dogfight and Mando escape, and everyone's happy. I mean, it's a great show. Yeah, but what um, is he gonna do it... now? Like, is every episode do we? So like, I guess they're doing kind of a Game of Thronesy thing in that like not every episode in the beginning is gonna be necessarily in, hugely integral to the part as much as they're doing like world building and stuff. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's kind of burning bridges, unfortunately, right? Like, yeah. Um, originally, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna try to lay low and go to these planets," and then he gets shot down. He goes to Tatooine, and now he's like, "Well, I gotta find someone that might be an ally." And then, like, I think it was kind of smart that the way that they played it wasn't like, "Oh, um, his friend on the space station that he used to work with was like double crossing him because he knew about the bounty." I think he just like. It just was, like, natural. These mercs, like, don't have allegiance, really. And um, so, like, I don't think they were like, oh, we got to capture Mando and get him back to the client. Like, I don't think that was it. I think it was just, like, no, he's got, like, this cool bounty that oh, – I guess they didn't even know about it. Only Zero really knew about the about Baby Yoda. Right. Well, like, he, they all saw Baby Yoda, but they didn't know, like, the, that he was a bounty. Um, so, like, yeah, that was interesting. Um but yeah, where is he going to go next? Like he doesn't really. I mean, he's got a little bit of money now, um, and and then in this week's segment of can Baby Yoda use the Force <laughs> or not? Or not? It's, right. Uh, I don't know, man. It, yeah. lo- like they, it looks like he might not be able to. He was about yeah. to. And yeah, we're not. We're not going to know. I don't know. It, it's. It's. I think it's implied that maybe he can't use it because. But I don't know. We'll find out, I suppose. And, you know, the cool thing is we don't have to wait as long. We have another episode on Wednesday. Yes. Yes. That's that's crazy that they're going to do this episode right before Skywalker. I'm like, it's nuts. So do you think we're just going to call the new episodes Skywalker? Like, that's what's going to be the slang of it? Like, Ugh. we call it Force Awakens or Last Jedi? This is just Skywalker. I don't know. I guess we can't call it Rise because that's like so many things. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've been I've been just calling it Episode Nine, but that's just me. Okay, um, Episode Nine. All right. Fair but enough. Um, but that's just like with the longer names. Like I don't call it Revenge of the Sith. I call it Episode Three. All it's right. You special. got one minute to tell me why uh, animated Anakin is better than movie Anakin. Holy fucking shit. Okay. Um, he's actually a character, and he's likable. Um, he has a great relationship with Obi-Wan and with Ahsoka, and he learns how to become, like, um, a mentor. And he goes through many journeys throughout, and, like, he even kind of discovers that he might have this dark fate, um, but, like, is still trying to fight against it. And, like, there is a little bit of Padme relationship throughout the show, but not a ton. And it's mostly, like, his own growth into becoming a Jedi Knight. And, like, you know, it, it's hard to believe that that character goes through the events of Episode 3 
um, and, and take such a dark turn. Um, I think it would take a lot more and it would be more believable if they showed more of what Palpatine actually did to him. Done. You nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> okay, everybody. So we're very excited about all the Star Wars stuff happening. We're also excited about the wrap of a Watchmen this weekend. Um, so, uh, Frank, where can the people hear about us? Uh, they can find us on longlostheroes.net. Uh, you can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, please like and subscribe and give us a rating and review. It's all super helpful. And we you know, really appreciate everyone tuning in for each episode of this show and hope you are enjoying The Mandalorian and Watchmen. Um, anything else for you, bud? No. Nah, you know what? Uh, if you're tuning into this episode and you uh, have heard it um, and you want to come to the open mic at the Hudson Coffee uh, Cafe on uh Thursday, December 19th, we are doing sign-up at 6.30, and then you can come, and we're starting the show at 7. We're going to go to about 10.30, and uh, it's going to be in Hoboken, New Jersey. Um, it's not too far from the PATH train if you want to walk there. Uh, you know, we're taking everybody, so if you play music, you do comedy, you do poetry, you want to do uh, spoken word, dance, you want to do some kind of performance art, whatever you want to do, we're having an ugly sweater open mic. Please come on down. Awesome. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to see the end of this show, Rise of Skywalker and Watchmen, all coming to a head at the end of 2019. This is the way, <laughs> and nothing ever This ends. is the way. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.